Hey everybody, it's Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll improve your vision the longer you listen. And we are wrapping up the spring series of podcast episodes here at the end of May, because you know what? It's getting a little toasty. Here in Phoenix, Arizona, 100 degrees forecasted high, sunny days for at least 10 days straight until things change. So it's going to be pretty toasty, taking a moment outside to enjoy the shade, the breeze, the sound of the beautiful birds chirping, clear blue skies, and the sun hiding behind those tall trees in the background. I thought it'd be good to just take a moment to think out loud. Wanted to make an attempt to slow down the hands of time. Now, as impossible as a task this might seem, I think there's people that have figured it out. They've got hacks they figured out little ways and processes around that they put together that allow them to you know kind of simulate that effect of either getting more time in the day which we know hey everyone's got the same 24 but to actually be able to essentially slow down the hands of time and that might seem just counterintuitive because I know my experience has been with every year of additional experience I gained through living, it seems that the years go by faster. It's as though your world expands. And as there's more in our world, it speeds up the hands of time. So if you find that feeling, and we've all had that point in our lives where we felt like we just didn't have enough time, maybe it was in a a particular day or a particular season or in a particular just situation, right? There's those instances where you think, how could I just get more time? How can I figure this out? I was talking with a colleague lately that recently mentioned part of this challenge they were facing and just said, you know, I feel like I'm working all the time. I got things I do for my nine to five. I got things to do for my five to nine. I go to bed, you know, just to wake up and do it again. And although it may feel like a rat race part of the irony is sometimes the grind is defined to escape the rat race or that's the reason we at least sign up for the grind so how do we all of a sudden end up with these accidental handcuffs on how do we end up with this situation where we're no better off than we intended when we began I think some of it's stepping back and taking a 50,000 foot view of things and being able to step outside yourself, right? And look at things from a third person. How would you advise someone else if you're, you know, if your identical twin that looked nothing like you, that you'd never met before, came to you and shared their challenges? How would you guide or advise them? Would you have useful insights on managing time or better yet, managing yourself or how they could better manage themselves or their time? all of a sudden some of the approaches, they don't carry the weight of your own experiences. The suggestions of how a problem can be solved aren't tainted by your own previous attempts or thoughts about attempts to put a solution in place. So without that, it's as though you could almost more freely advise and give logical counsel to someone facing a situation like, I don't have enough time, or how can I get more time, or how can I slow down the hands of time? 
Imagine someone came to you and said, you know, I'm just swamped. I got too much going on. I feel overwhelmed. What do I do? In this case, I'd probably refer back to a few podcast episodes that I did some time ago. Talking about overcoming overwhelm. Talking about putting together filters for focus to help you see better. To keep some of the dust and the fog out of your view. Ever had brain fog before? Ever wake up after eight hours of sleep and think, I'm not intoxicated. I had a full eight hours of sleep uninterrupted. Why do I feel so fatigued? Why does my brain feel cloudy? How come I can't really get things going? How come there's no excitement? No pep in the step? How do I feel behind all the time, right? So sometimes looking at that and saying, okay, well, well, if someone else said these exact same things and make it a faceless person with a different name, what would you suggest? Or better yet, what questions would you ask? Because you might ask some very important questions for them to answer to give you insight. And of course, we can play that game of spinning those questions right back to us. And if the tables were turned, how would we answer those questions to someone else asking us? Knowing that you might not use some of the answers that you've given yourself to someone else. Because depending on how you look at it, those answers might just be reasons. Those reasons could be really excuses. And sometimes we all know excuses don't necessarily get approval. They don't grant you a pass. Excuses aren't always accepted. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> excuse rejected, right? That's, that's not an acceptable reason or excuse to not be able to turn in your work. So if you look at slowing down the hands of time, it's like, okay, we can reframe this by simply saying, I want to win with time management. I want to win with managing myself. So what do I do? Well, plan to win or plan not to fail. Ah, that sounds familiar. Isn't there an age-old adage, something like, fail to plan, plan to fail? Well, yeah, but yeah, but you say that's for, you know, people's whole life and their vision and the big picture. But could it not be for a simple game of chess, game of football, SAT test, job application, interview, wedding proposal, you name it. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. So how can we take that and look at it on a daily basis? You know, one of my mentors told me, they said, uh, when you look at your day, don't start the day until it's finished. And the first time I heard that, I thought, what? Don't start your day until it's finished. That doesn't even make sense. You have to start your day to the, get to the end of your day. You can't really be at the end before you're at the beginning. That's not logical. No, don't just listen to it so verbatim. Don't start the day until it's finished. This is relevant to planning. Don't start your day until your whole plan is complete. And the example was given about an architect or a builder. If you want to build a building, you don't just start building. You start planning. You put a plan together, and then you go execute that plan. Because if you don't have a plan for a building, and you start with the roof and haven't put together the foundation, <laughs> stood up any walls, no framing, that doesn't work. So how can we look at that on a daily basis and... Another concept that was brought to me in my own growth journey was the idea of looking at 
positive bookends. Positive bookends for your day. I remember being in an event, gosh, 10 years ago probably, maybe even longer. It was Darren Hardy speaking on this topic of positive bookends. And you just think about how that can really put a positive encapsulation around each unit of time that we look at as days. And you can say, hey, if I've got positivity in the beginning of my day and positivity at the end of my day, that's really going to kind of put a wrapper or a capsule around that day and have more positivity that goes with it. So now think about this. If you take the start of the day, really, you know, visualizing and, and, and spend a little bit of time to get clear on what you want to accomplish that day. You've got kind of a theme, a feeling, a vibe that's going to help you, you know, keep that mood going all through the day. And similarly, at the end of the day, you know, run the tapes, replay what took place. What'd you do? Who'd you see? Who'd you talk to? What'd you accomplish? Did you do everything you set out to? Did you have things you specifically set out to? And if those didn't happen, why didn't they? Did they need to be tackled tomorrow or were they not important? Were they part of your vision, part of your plan, or did someone else's agenda get thrown into your lap and and you were thrown off course? These are some of those deeper, tougher questions that we have to ask ourselves if we want to really get at the root of what's plaguing us, or in this case, plucking holes in our time bucket and creating a lot of leaks to where we feel we're doing things but not getting anything done. You know, there's a big difference between activity and accomplishment, right? In the world of business, many people get caught up in busyness, shuffling papers, trying to stay organized, and not taking the actions that make the difference. Make the call, do the work, study the information, test your knowledge. Push yourself to be great in whatever way that means to you because it might not mean putting an extra hour of work that day it might mean the opposite right knock off early take the long road home throw in some good music clear your head think about where things are what you've been able to do how the first five months of the new year are wrapping up for you and how things are going are adjustments needed We're not quite at halftime, but who says you have to wait till halftime to make adjustments? If you've got good self-awareness. And that's part of those positive bookends of the day, just spending a little bit of time. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, just just to slow things down in your mind. Because all of time is really a perceptive thing. The days of summer lasted forever when you were eight. Three months fly by in a flash when you're 38. I can speak to that. And I can only imagine when you're 68. So slowing down the hands of time, a lot of it is getting rid of the clutter that occupies your time and being clearer about how you want to spend your time, the ways you want to get the most out of each unit of time. And it plays into some of the plan because if we put together a better plan, then we get typically a better set of actions taking place that can make a difference. I found that as the weather gets nice and particularly gets really hot, 
I shared earlier, it's 100 degrees today. Probably 85 at the moment. Standing in the shade outside. Just finished a great workout. It's Friday. Did the same thing Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, and Monday. It's the seasons. It's the reason. The energy shifts. I want to be able to set the tone for my day. 100 degrees outside, 110, 115, 120 even. A lot of that daytime, you kind of want to spin inside. So let's make the most of the time that is beautiful still. That's the morning. Maybe get up a little earlier. Well, the sun's up earlier anyway. Let's tie all that up together. Get up, try and rise with the sun or shortly thereafter. Take advantage of the long shadows. To be outside, enjoy the cooler weather. Move around. Bounce, jump, lift, hop, stretch, rest. Think, breathe, slowly. These are some of the ways that we are able to slow down the hands of time. Use all of our senses that we have to take in the moment. Here you can probably hear the birds chirping in the background, maybe even a little bit of breeze. But this is that moment of solace for me to share my thoughts, think out loud, think about ways that I am learning from my own mistakes. And it's funny when, even in casual conversation, someone might bring to you in confidence a question that's plaguing them specifically. And you realize, wow, I appreciate that. I've actually been there. I've slayed that dragon, but you know what? (laughs) Sometimes that dragon tries to raise its head again, right? The whole time management, self-management thing. We know what to do, but we sometimes drift. So there are those periodic recalibrations and adjustments that we have to make to a lot of different things in our world. And so it's something to think about. You know, a lot of people plan their vacation more than they plan their life. So if you fall in that category, can you carve out a little bit of the time during that vacation to make some of that time be planning for the results that you want and how you intend to operate right over maybe the next seven days 10 days 30 days 90 days or beyond but just starting to set yourself up to slow things down by scheduling a time out look at those positive bookends look at when you wake up and how you wake up right if you're not the only one around when uh in in the place that you live maybe you can wake up a little bit earlier just long enough to give yourself some time that you can enjoy for yourself to just wake up, calibrate the mind, not start the day in react mode, you know? Get your frame of reference right for the day and what your outlook is. It's gonna set you up well to get the most from the day so that you don't just feel like you're getting through the day. And then you take that moment at the end to run the tapes, recap what took place, and give yourself a pat on the back be proud of yourself you've done the things that you said that you've lived the day with an attitude of definiteness in your actions behaviors and thoughts and that positive momentum that you acknowledge helps to be fuel for the next day this morning I could have easily slept in and said I've got things I need to complete today so I could skip a workout. I've worked out four days in a row. Don't you need some rest? Certainly. 
But I don't do the same workout five days in a row. Just moving my body, getting the blood flowing. It's taken that moment to help me get things prioritized for me in my day, to get the endorphins flowing through my system, to get my mind and body in unison and awake and ready to make the most of this day. And that's one of the few things that helps me. It's not so much about lifting and slinging weights around. It could be just taking the time to, to stretch or, or uh, even do a little bit of journaling or prayer. All these are effective methods to help calm and quiet the mind. And whatever method works best for you to calm and quiet your mind might be something to at least take note of. Even if you don't make the certain habit of it every day, if you can take a little bit of time to explore what might be your method of slowing down your mind. Can you take a walk around the block for 10 minutes with no devices? As simple as that might sound, we've all got behavioral habits that keep that device quite nearby. 10 minutes, give it a try. Might be rewarding. Slow the mind down. It could literally work wonders in your world. You know, they say people have something to the effect of you know, 50,000 thoughts run through their mind every day. Just think for a second. 50,000 thoughts run through your mind every day. That's quite a few per hour. I'll let you do the math. And that's probably not considering the extra thoughts that we get put in our heads from the things around us, right? Whether it's a device, like a phone or a television. It could even be people that were around. Just giving ourselves that little bit of quiet time that we deserve for us to use as we choose and give ourselves the rest that we need mentally because not most of us have much control over how we dream or whether or not we dream when we sleep. So if there's not necessarily a means by which we can control the rest that we get in our minds at night while resting, it's good to look to see where there may be instances that we can control a little bit more positivity and rest that come to our mind in the daytime. Maybe it's the beginning of the day, maybe it's the end of the day. But we have to look for those little moments. Maybe it could be your lunch break. I know people that take a little nap on their lunch break and that can be how they get their peace of mind. So these are just some of the instances for slowing down the hands of time. I'm even taking the time to talk about this a little bit slower just to make sure the idea really hits home as I'm thinking about out loud about how to best make that impact more solid for myself and for others that think, gosh, I'm always just running. I'm always just busy. I'm, I've got activity going on, but I don't feel accomplished. Sometimes we need that time to evaluate what we're doing and see if it really lines up with our plans. Well, what plan, you say? Ah, well, let's identify that. Do we got one or not? Because if we don't, hey, don't beat yourself up. Just think, probably time to put one together. 
So those are the big takeaways from slowing down the hands of time that I can go with in my experience, right? When you, when you got too much going on and you can't keep up, one way is just cut some of that off, right? And then you say, well, you know, I got a lot going on. I can't just disconnect from that easily. Okay. Well, if you have to keep your hands in all the pies, what things can you back out of that are going on in each pie? And those types of questions you're not going to generally answer while you're in the midst of doing the thing. It's taking a little bit of time before it all gets started. It's taking a little bit of time after it all wraps up, you know. I think it was just the other day I was thinking, I had this weird sensation where there's part of the day where it's like, huh, it's a good day, but there's just this window of time where I wasn't thrilled, didn't seem like things were, were, were jiving, right? And I think part of it was I had slipped into this lull of, habitual activity, you know, checking on this, checking on that, you know, going through a routine of habits and wasn't being definite about my behaviors. You know, what are the top three things you want to accomplish that day? You know, there's a million things you could do. There's a million things you can do, but there's not a million things that you should do. There's not even a hundred things that you should do each day that matter most, right? It's a much, much smaller number. And when we can kind of recalibrate and go into the day with some of that in mind and clear, as far as our focus, that's going to help us cut through a lot of the other junk. And, and for me, it's even been to the point where you can use your visual reminders, right? Write down those top three, those big three, or the, or the number one thing, right? Make the main thing the main thing. If you keep that in mind visually through the day, there can be instances where you catch yourself, you know, wasting time senselessly, you know, going down a, a rabbit hole, <laughs> You know, watching, um, you know, consuming content that's not even relevant to uh, what your goals and objectives are, not just for the day, but in general. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> spend a couple minutes here. Let's get back on track. Because a few minutes is one thing. A few hours is another. So let's take that time to be cognizant of what's going on, be honest with ourselves, with the reviews of what's taking place in our day. It's a lot easier to do at the end of the day and start to see habits unfolding or, or patterns forming than it is at the end of the month because a lot of that stuff gets swept under the rug and forgotten about. So hopefully some, for some of you, if you feel like uh, time moves too quick, right? Here we are, 2021, first five months, pretty much peeling off the calendar at this point. Is it going at the pace you'd like? You want it to go faster? <laughs> Hang on, here we go. Want it to go slower? Take some time to slow it down. It's really a lot of the premise behind, you know, these, these cool concepts like the four-hour work week, right? You know, to be able to actually have a productive week and only work four hours, there's a whole lot of planning that's got to go into that and a whole lot of trimming and stripping down of the excess. Obviously a good book to go pick up if you hadn't already learned about that concept. So I want to thank everybody out there listening today. And there might even be a special listener that knows this one's kind of for you, had you in mind. And um, thinking of myself as well and how this has got to be something that uh, impacts more people. And, and what are some subtle, simple approaches? Just looking at positive bookends on the day, taking a few minutes at the start, taking a few minutes at the end. You know, get a plan together before you get going, right? Preferably the day before, at minimum, before the new day gets going. Just take that time to focus the mind and operate your plan of design. So 
I want to thank everybody for joining again. This is your host, Drew Davis. Learn how to see better. We will catch you on the next episode.